I have no memory of this story. What is this? <laughs> it was when uh, the Keller kids, me, my brother, and my uh, oldest little sister went to Vegas. And my brother called room service at like 2 in the morning. And uh, he he was like, yeah, room service. Uh, uh, can we get uh, a couple of beers and a cupcake and uh, <laughs> and and chicken tenders? And then you hear a long pause because I was just watching him on the phone. You hear a long pause, and he says, "Yes, I'm a man of many desires." <laughs> <laughs> it was like out of an SNL sketch. <laughs> My sister and I are just dying in the background. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes, I'm a man of many desires. <laughs> and, uh, you know, now to That's add great. another feather in his cap, he he named this episode right out of the gate. <laughs> it, was, it was fantastic. It's definitely, uh, if, if, if my brother dies before I do, that's going in his eulogy for sure. <laughs> oh, it has to. Zach Keller was a man of many desires. <laughs> Especially two beers, a cupcake. And some chicken tenders. <laughs> he also gave me this accent. <laughs> yes. It's an indiscernible accent. <laughs> yes, if it's some, something it is, different than American. If sort it was of the, British. If it was the same hotel that we stayed at for your bachelor party, those chicken tenders were pretty good. They were, yeah. Yeah, I, sure. remember, I remember those tenders. Vegas tenders are very good. Very tender. They can't. They can't all be the same. Can no, they? well, yes. may, maybe they should. If there's, if there's one thing Las Vegas is famous for, it is chicken tenders. <laughs> <laughs> it is their delicious chicken tenders. <laughs> it is certainly their ability to satisfy a man of many desires. <laughs> that's, that's true. If there's one thing that they are well equipped for. It is men of many desires. <laughs> they've yeah, they've got all like five of the desires that men have. <laughs> there really are available. There really, there really are no more than five, <laughs> if we're being honest. <laughs> and he covered three of them on the phone right there. I know. Cupcakes, beer, chicken tenders. That's three out of the five. Prostitutes and gambling. We're done. <laughs> that's, 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 the, that's the five. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. Money just starts shooting out of the phone. <laughs> yeah. Whew. Boy. Good times. Oh, man. Good yeah. times. Yeah. So you're, uh, you're back. I'm back. I was gone for so long. I'm so sorry there was confusion last oh, week. Oh, no. No, I, I wasn't I saw, all that confused. Well, I saw briefly in the I chat that you guys yeah. were like, Joe was not, wait a Joe second, was not confused. are we not recording? And I was like, I thought I told them I was leaving. Yeah. No, Joe was like, no, Sean's gone. He's been, he's totally gone. Okay. He told us he was going to be gone. I wasn't I was like, 100% oh, yeah. sure, but I was pretty sure <laughs> that, like that last week, the week you were in Florida, was the week you were going to be in Florida. <laughs> yeah, so. yeah. That's a good guess. Yeah, right. I was in fact in Florida. It was, it was amazing. We, uh... Took the whole family. You're listening to a little nonsense where the conversation is competitive <laughs> and the ads aren't real. I am your host and moderator, Joe Moracle. With me, as always, Sean Keller. I'm Sean Keller, and I'm a man of many desires. His brother. And Mike Pareto. <laughs> I like Pareto. I'm a man of, at most, five desires. <laughs> That's all there are. That this is, is a little limit. nonsense. <laughs> I do want to talk at length about your stay in Florida. Sure, yeah. No, but I'd be happy. First, to. a word from one of our sponsors, <laughs> Mike. All right. How about Beats? Ooh. Are you guys craving the flavor of dirt? <laughs> With the texture of frozen, maybe petrified, uncooked carrots? Mmm. Well, then you got to try Beats. Just <laughs> soak them for 49 days. Or even a thousand days in vinegar <laughs> for that delicious vinegar plus dirt flavor with the texture of wet, frozen, uncooked, probably petrified carrots. Add them to a salad for the occasional madness-inducing crunch of pure dirt. <laughs> and don't underestimate how wonderful it is to be eating a delicious salad only to suddenly hinder your jaws with a staggeringly solid hunk of root. It's probably best used to feed animals. 
Staggeringly solid hunk of root is my porn name. How long does it take to make a potato soft? An hour in boiling water. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Multiply that by 20,000 and you'll get a beat that won't quite break your jaw, but will still taste like pure, unadulterated dirt. <laughs> Plus, it's red. I mean, super duper red. And it'll make everything that comes out of your body red, too, like urine, <laughs> feces. Just enough to make you certain that you're dying until you remember, hey, I ate some beets. <laughs> so next time you're grocery shopping, look at some beets and ask yourself, when was the last time I ordered some fucking pizza? <sighs> beets. People make juice out of this shit. <laughs> beets by Dre. Those are also good. I feel like that's a missed opportunity for him. He really should have branched out from headphones <laughs> yes. into Beats into by farming. Beats by Dre. <laughs> yeah. Get into the produce game. That's where the money, that's where the real money's at. <laughs> Do you guys, I, I, I feel like Beats are a little controversial. Do you guys like Beats? I hate Beats. I hate them. Do you I, agree that they taste I, like dirt? I, beats I actually, killed my parents. I actually haven't eaten a beet since I was an infant when I was, it was discovered that I was allergic mm, and mm, I, mm. I just never cared enough to see if that was still true. Mm. So your body knew better. That's what you're I, saying. I guess. Yeah. So I actually don't know firsthand what beets taste like. I'll also say I'll also say that I was allergic to beets. That's why I don't eat them. Well, well, I believe my mother when she said I broke out in a rash all over my body. I'll just take her word for it. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. you know I was one. I don't. I don't recall. That's true. You should test it though, just to see if your mom's a liar. That's an excellent point. I should do that. <laughs> Everyone should occasionally test all of their allergies. I think that's a. Un unsupervised, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just test them. Uh, if you're lonely and you're there by yourself that night, just That's test them. That's the only reason I go outside. I go outside periodically to see if I'm still allergic to pollen. <laughs> yeah, if you're if you're I allergic am. to peanuts, just just wait until no one else is around and just eat some peanuts. And eat a packet of peanuts, just like a, the whole thing, a whole packet. Just rub it into your eyes and eat the packet. <laughs> Try to cut, maybe cut open a bit of your skin, like Gr on your grind, arm. Grind it up in uh, a, a high-quality blender until it becomes mm -hmm. a fine powder, and then just inhale it. Yeah, yeah, just sniff, just snort, just snort the peanut it. dust. Snort the peanuts. I think it's it's kind of horrible to say it, but I think we all think it. But if you die from eating a peanut, Maybe that was maybe that's supposed to happen. Like maybe yeah, Louis C.K. has interesting a maybe that's a Darwin. Here's an interesting tidbit for you, Mike. Uh, at least what I've read is that people who are allergic to peanuts are allergic to peanuts the way they're processed, largely in the West. So it's the it's the roasting that activates the allergen. Like if, I they see. Have, so if, if they have if they have peanuts in China, which are pretty much you know they're not roasted, they're just boiled, pure unadulterated peanuts. Yeah, they're not. So boiled peanuts though are kind of gross, right? They're just like soft. They're like beans almost. Because they it's are a legume, beans. right? Yeah, L legumes. I don't know. I like them. I've never actually tried it, so I, I shouldn't knock it. I guess. But they they taste like peanut beans. I think it, I think I would be thrown off by the texture just because I'm so used to it being maybe it roasted. the flavor makes sense in Chinese food though totally works yeah no peanut is very good in Chinese food yeah but if it kills you maybe it was your time I it's a it's a peanut. Yeah, it's kind of like if someone were allergic to apples and died. It's like, oh, did you hear about how Jeremy died? It turns out he ate some apple. Like, oh. I just... I, you hear about these stories of, like, people on planes, like... Like, the whole flight is is 
disembarked or canceled or something because because a guy like opened a packet of peanuts or something and there was a peanut allergy uh-huh. on board and it's like come on you know the peanut dust floating through the air like right <sighs> kind of makes you feel like a badass though that you can eat something that kills a bunch of people and you're it's just delicious to you you're fine like this yeah. is this is great yeah yeah it does the only make way you f- I, thinking about that is the only way i can get off these days Makes you powerful. <laughs> Makes you strong. All the things, all the things that you enjoy that kill people. Yeah. Yes. Are, yeah. Yes. Makes you powerful. Stronger. 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 Eat peanuts. And it's really the only way in which I'm Sith-like is that both of us can eat peanuts. <laughs> That's it. Anyway. I didn't mean to take such a detour. We we were going to talk about. I feel like every time Florida comes up, we yeah, have to change that's direction. Our episode. <laughs> I'm Sean Keller. <laughs> no, Sean, tell us all about your trip to Florida. <sighs> it was awesome. It was it was a whirlwind. Uh, it happened very quickly, and I can't believe that we're already back. Um, we, that happens when you're traveling. Great with two, story, Sean. Two at. small children. <laughs> No, we, we traveled with uh, my 10-year-old, who turned 11 in the Magic Kingdom, uh, and I, my 1-year-old, who uh, remained 1. Uh, but we did... I'm going to make uh, you ep- edit this episode so the queef punch and penis farts. No, fuck you, goddammit. We, uh, we went to three of the four parks. We did Animal Kingdom, Magic Kingdom, and uh, Hollywood Studios. Uh, which is where Galaxy's Edge is, and but I, I, I don't want to take, I don't want to give you like the full recap of the trip. I'll, I want to say for the Magic Kingdom day though, something really crazy happened, which was it's about eight o'clock at night, and it's dark there, and we are getting ready to ride the Seven Dwarves Mine Train, which is a roller coaster, and uh, they're also doing fireworks at the park, and it's like oh my god, it's so magical, and we look up in the sky. And I see what appears to be uh, a meteorite crashing towards the planet. And then off to the right of it, there is just a bright light that is poofing uh, smoke halos in the sky. Um, Just making cloud halos next to this asteroid that's coming down (laughs) to the planet. And uh, and uh, it did concern me, Admiral. Um, so we're looking at this, and me and my wife uh, and and my ten year old see it, and we're like, "What the fuck is that?" Uh, that was the actual wording. That was my a tenure- queef punch. Yeah. 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 Um, so I was trying to be like the you know strong you know it's okay guy of the family, and I was like, huh, "Guys, I'm sure it's just part of the Disney magic that they do here. I'm, ju- <laughs> I'm sure it's part of the Sky Show that they do. Let me. I'm just gonna clarify." So I go over to one of the Disney cast members, and I'm like, "Hey, <laughs> so that uh, horrible hellfire in the sky—that's you guys, right?" And he was like, "No, I don't know what that is, man." <laughs> and I was like, uh, <laughs> uh, "Okay, I'm sure it's okay. <laughs> Thank you." So, so my wife and I are like talking and trying to figure out like are we gonna have to have like a really hard conversation with the kids here in a minute it's like we don't know <laughs> i mean i if don't think so because so the world is in based, based on that just just let the world in and then you never have to have the conversation well but it, it was it was so at the same time yeah, there's never been a better out for a no 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 for sure at the same time though i was don't, like let's get in let line for this thing let's, final minutes panicking just no tell them right. everything's fine and go get on the yeah fucking you know, magic that, mountain to that end what we did is we were like let's let's go ahead and get in line for this thing let's let's go and do this this roller coaster huh and then my wife and i are like i don't know what the fuck it is I don't know. so you think so you think that's like a you think that's a nuke <laughs> we didn't know what we, is that? we thought it was either aliens or some sort of world ending scenario how um, so fucking funny would it be if like the day before you got to galaxy's edge the world ended uh, <laughs> it was that was that was, that was the day before yeah um, <laughs> <That> oh, <laughs> <laughs> it's almost worth it 
It would have been. Like, it's it like been. literally something you've said out loud. <laughs> yes. I just hope I live to go to Galaxy's Edge and one day. And then aliens invade well, and, and then at, at different stages down. in our respective friendships, we've all talked about a Star Wars theme park for about 20 years. Sure, yeah. yeah. And no, then the day been... before Sean gets to go, the world ends. <laughs> that would have been uh, perfect. Um, no, luckily, luckily, I was, I was able to Google. I was like... Uh, Florida sky tonight. What? <laughs> and and uh, it was like, oh yeah, there's a SpaceX uh, rocket from Cape Canaveral. That's... So okay, so it was like a satellite launch. No, no, or something? it was it was the first all civilian launch by SpaceX. It was like historic. It was, it was a historic it was launch. That? Yes. Why was it at night? It, they launched it like eight oh four p.m. or some shit. Isn't that weird? Don't they usually launch during the during the day? I, I don't. I don't know, man. It was. I, I swear to God, it was the <laughs> SpaceX, uh, whatever prosperity or whatever the fuck they called it. But it was yeah, all, all civilian yeah. craft, and uh, so that was cool in hindsight, like to be able to. Oh, that was cool. We saw that. But in the moment, yeah. it, it was. It gave us quite a scare. If you're not going to real space, I imagine a night launch makes it seem more like you're in space. Sure. Uh, yeah, but yeah, they I mean, actually it, went. They went higher than they went, the uh, ISS, I believe. Yeah, they did go. They did go into uh, slightly more space. Yeah, they, slightly, they were actually up there for okay. like for three days yeah. to the to the point where they they were up there for three days. When they came back uh, to Earth, I was watching the tracker because it was at about six p.m. Uh, that evening, and we actually heard them fly overhead because they were breaking the sound barrier. We heard two sonic booms as they flew over us before they deployed the chutes because they That's went straight cool. they went straight over Florida and then deployed right to the east uh, coast of Florida. Okay, so forgive me, you were seeing the descent of the spacecraft or you were no, seeing we, the... so on the night of the 15th, we saw the launch. You saw the launch on the and 15th. That, and then okay. on uh, whatever, whatever, whatever day they came back, three days later, we heard them. We were looking up at the sky, but it was still light outside. But we heard the sonic boom of them crossing the state to deploy their parachutes in the Atlantic Ocean off the course, off the off the coast of Florida. Isn't that kind of amazing? That it they is. Can no, land the, the timing, like, like what anywhere the fuck? near. Uh, yeah, it's just that's, that's it was really incredible. Remarkable. And that was that was the day of my daughter's birthday. And we were in the Magic Kingdom and there were fireworks happening. The roller coaster we went on, we'd go up and down hills. And on the ascent of another hill, we'd see fireworks in the fucking sky. And there was like an historic space flight being launched. It was like all of these crazy things happening at once. It was really cool, man. I mean that's awesome, so, but now every single birthday she has for the rest of her gonna life is going to be hugely disappointing. For sure, yeah, for sure. Uh, well, at least you got to give her her greatest birthday ever. She, yeah, that's she good. peaked. She it was, it was amazing. Peaked. Yeah, no, it was but incredible. It is, it is kind of there's some some kind of uh, uh, poetry in the fact that you got to see the first civilian space launch. It is. I, we had no SpaceX. idea. I feel the like day that was underreported because Galaxy's I Edge. didn't know yes. that was happening. Yeah, no, I did we didn't hear either. about it. I but only like after it happened. I yes. I actually I just read that uh, <coughs> they had some issues with the toilets or something on on the. I spaceship. saw that too. Yeah, you're gonna you're yeah. gonna have issues with space toilets. Yeah, that's just. But no, that was that was the day before we went to Galaxy's Edge, and uh, so that day, um, I I woke up at uh, five in the morning. And I needed to be on my phone two hours later at 7 a.m. is when they did the uh, boarding passes for Rise of the Resistance. Uh, it's 7 a.m. They basically say, refresh your phone, press this button, because within 10 seconds, all of the boarding passes for this ride for the entire day are gone. You can only do it that day. Um, it's Damn. this crazy system. Um, so I think that they usually do 125 uh, boarding passes per day. Uh, for the ride, and I was, I, again, I was up, fucking jolted on coffee, uh, right at 7 o'clock, I refresh, I hit the fucking button, and it says, congratulations, you are boarding group 73. Like, I don't know, <laughs> how, the, I don't know how the fuck 72 groups got in ahead of me, but anyway, I was like, oh my god, this is amazing, we're gonna get to ride this thing. Um, but so we get to Hollywood Studios, and it was pretty much, hey, let's kind of just make a beeline towards uh, the Galaxy's Edge section. And, uh, I saw the Falcon in person, and it, it yeah. I just immediate uh, welled with tears. Uh, 
I, my, my wife was amazing. She took our 10 year old, 11 year old at that time and held her back and was like, you need to let your dad have this. This is for for dad. Yeah. And, and, and let me just approach it by myself at my own pace and just walk right the fuck up to it and stand underneath it. And just like, I mean, I sent you guys like a selfie. That was, I can't, that was after like five minutes of me standing at the base of this thing and I just, just all I struck my my whole life. It it was what would you do if you win the lottery? Build a life size yeah, Millennium Falcon. Yeah. You know, it was just just to see this thing. Uh, it was just uh, I was just a baby. I, I uh, so yeah, walking up to it and seeing it and like they had the fucking you know the hydraulic that coming out of the exit uh, ramp uh, that would happen that. every so often and the, all the lights were on and. Um, so I couldn't I, believe just just from the picture how perfect it is. Yeah, it's it's, like they, it's it's film quality. It's that, that it is it's the, the same, Falcon. Yeah, it, it's the most yeah. real Falcon you'll ever see. Um, so I just, yeah more so than more so than the ones in the films. Yeah, the films because it's complete. Yes, it's got it's three dimensional interior, it's, exterior, everything. Yeah. Uh, so I just kind of stood under the base of it for like three or four minutes and just kind of just looked at it and just like I can't believe I'm occupying the same space as this thing. So um, do they let just a limited number of people go in at a time, or how does how does that work? So what is, the only way the only way that about? you quote unquote go into the Falcon is there is a ride called Smuggler's Run, and Smugg- yeah. Smuggler's Run, you the line wraps around the Falcon. So I can send you pictures where you go behind the Falcon, you go over the Falcon, you can see the entire top of it. Um, you go into it's an immersive experience where uh, they basically give you this debriefing and they say, hey. We need you to fly the Falcon and do this smuggling run for the resistance. Um, so I went on that with my daughter, uh, my 11-year-old at that point, and she was my Chewbacca and I was Han. I sat in the front left, the driver's seat. She was my co-pilot, and we we got onto the ship. Uh, I took a brief video just as I was walking onto the fucking ship, and it's exactly like you see it in the movies. And you walk on. And there's the the chessboard, and there's the there's Luke's remote droid that he practices with, and there's it's just it's all there. And and we sat down at that table, and you know I, I'm just touching everything. And I know it's COVID, it's awful, but I was just like I'm here, I'm fucking here, and I'm and uh, yep. <laughs> just just taking it all in. And then uh, they whisk you away to the cockpit, and it's like here's your mission. This is what you have to do. And uh, it was, you know, my daughter and I were the pilots. There's two pilots, two gunners, and two uh, engineers. And um, so we were the pilots, and, you know, my daughter... Uh, how disappointing I, if you're on the engineering staff. Sure, unless you've ridden it two or three times, and then you don't care. That's a um, good point. But it, but it's a simulator that you control. So when I'm moving the throttle... when Queef punch. Moving the, or when my daughter's moving the throttle, you're going up and down and left and right and banking, and like that's what's happening uh, to everyone in that cockpit. And, I mean, to sit there and have my daughter next to me and say, punch it, and then she pushes that lever... Or pulls the lever and we go into to hyperspace. It was just like, what the fuck is happening right now? Like this is all of my childhood dreams come true. Um, and uh, <laughs> we I made mean, it. we 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 dinged the thing <laughs> we up. We it. definitely crashed a little bit here and there. Um, but but uh, it was an experience I'll never forget. And uh, yeah, and then there's the rest of Galaxy's Edge, which is just you're walking around and everything. It's just you're in a Star Wars movie. They're just I, I sent you guys so a couple of pictures. But, it's it's like a starport or something. It's exactly, like a, it's exactly what it is. Yeah, and and you yeah. can so you're walking around, and all of a sudden you hear a Tie Fighter fly overhead, and it's 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 strategically placed speakers. But I mean, you're talking like Disney speakers where yeah. the fucking ground is shaking, and it feels like oh, a fucking A wing just flew overhead. That's gonna or, be yeah. pretty crazy once they get That's those awesome. drones going. Oh, dude! It's and it's a space. Oh yeah, yeah. that's right. They're gonna do. It's, uh, it's a spaceport, yeah. and it's just your ships are coming in and out, and uh, you're walking around, and there's ships that have just landed, and there's characters, and uh, there's droids that are beeping and booping, and and, and uh, you know moving around. And, that's fucking uh, crazy. I, I think I told you guys seeing an Imperial probe droid in person, and seeing how big it was was like that. That's that's the thing with that and the Falcon. The sense of scale. You don't really get mm. in the movies, sure. um, but when you're there in person, you're like, "Holy shit!" Like 
The probe droids are fucking intimidating. Seeing the Falcon in person is like, was oh, it, was it bigger than you expected? Yes. Was it? Uh, but 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 it's. I, I mean, if you if you said, hey, draw a picture of what the scale of the Falcon is, I'd come pretty you'd close. Get it. Yeah. yeah, I'd get it. get it. But it's a different thing to see it in person. Yeah. Sure. It's it's just yeah. you see something that big. Uh, and yeah, the probe droid was again. I was like, holy shit! If I like came face to face with one of these things. I don't care if I have a lightsaber and I'm a Jedi. Like, that's a fucking intimidating thing. Um, so, yeah, it was just, it was really immersive. And uh, to share it with my kids and my wife was awesome. And uh, I can't wait to go back. It was, it was amazing. I'm sure, I'm sure penis farts appreciated it the most. Dude, she, she actually, I mean, she, she was pointing around and like, you know, she was much more aware than I feared she would be. We also, we went to the cantina and I had a couple of stiff drinks there, and that was like, holy shit! I'm in a fucking Star Wars cantina drink, yeah. drinking alcohol. <laughs> like that was that was amazing. It was that's, it was that's incredible. A, that's a dream come Pe- true. People's for me. drinks are smoking and <laughs> bubbling next to me, and I, I, we got these cool alien glasses, and they're playing all this crazy music, and uh, it, it it was oh, it was amazing. That does sound oh, bad. Yeah, I, it really did though. It really did make me miss you guys because, like, it was, uh, you know, I, I know that my wife enjoyed it. I know my kids enjoyed it, but the level of appreciation and just like, you know, the difference between your, wi- the- your wife wouldn't hang out in the cantina with you for six hours playing sabak. <laughs> the the difference between this is fun and I'm gonna start crying right now because I can't believe yeah. I'm here. Uh-huh. That yeah. that's where I was like. I think we I would, wish that Joe and Mike were here, you know? We would we would probably we would probably all cry together. <laughs> yeah. really, no, for sure. It'd be really silly. There's a, a good <laughs> chance. The last time I cried, I was fourteen and I was bleeding. Oh my god, you guys. <laughs> uh, but I, I might cry at Galaxy's Edge. Oh no, god. you will. You will. It's it's okay. just it's uh you can be cynical about it, and you can talk about Disney and, no, and this and the other. Yeah, you know, but it, it really to, to see it in person. Uh, holy shit! I'm in a Star Wars movie. How long have you waited for that? And it's you're in it, and it's just I can't. I couldn't believe I was well, I'm there. I'm 38, so about 35 years. Yeah, yeah. No, I, if there's one thing that Disney, I don't think anybody can criticize Disney for. It's doing theme parks. Well. Yeah. That, they're, they, they're, uh, they're pretty good. Got that down. I could talk. Yeah. I could talk for another hour about just how crazy the the technology is in these parks and the spared no expense type. Uh, how but they're instead, throwing their money around. You're gonna read your ad. Yeah. Agatha Trundu's custom Fourth of July sweaters. It's that time of the year again. Fireworks, barbecues, love for your country on full display, and what's more on display than Agatha Trundu's custom 4th of July sweaters. All your favorite designs, be they hot dogs, hamburgers, the American flag, or more, all all woven in 100% wool, ready to dazzle your friends and family at your annual gathering. Light sparklers and gaze upon the magnificent craftsmanship of these 100% wool sweaters and cardigans. (laughs) Sheared and felted from the warmest goats and bison of northern Asia, (laughs) Agatha Trundu's custom 4th of July sweaters are comfortable and soft, or your money back. Order now, and you'll also receive a custom matching alpaca wool 4th of July scarf. (laughs) Agatha Trundu's 4th of July sweaters. Oof. It's hot out here. (laughs) Before the sweater. (laughs) It is a it is a, it is a very comfortable sweater. I it know. is, yeah. It's made from we- real alpacas too, I believe. And bison. And bison, yeah. It's real wool. Especially useful if you happen to be in the southern hemisphere celebrating the Fourth of July for some reason. It's good for expats. Yeah. 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 We love them. My family and I wear them every year here in Louisville, Kentucky. Yeah. On the Fourth of July, when it's <laughs> on the, 90, yeah, on the ninety-two degrees, seventy-eight percent humidity. It's, well, it's perfect. Ninety percent humidity, but yeah, <laughs> yes, yeah. So the so it's effectively hundred and twelve degrees. They're so soft, though. They're so soft. It's a it's yes. a it's until a they get soaked with your sweat. Wool. It's it's very high quality. Very soft. 
Then it's like you're just you're just wearing a sopping wet towel. <laughs> a warm sopping a salty, wet towel. A salty, warm sopping wet towel. <laughs> yeah, that's about right. Ah, <laughs> oh, you're taking me back yeah, to that Fourth of July free. barbecue. You have to pay to you have to pay to go to saunas. This is a free sauna. Yeah, no, I mean you pay for it and then it's free, like Joe said. Just really take right. Yeah, first you pay for it and then it becomes free. <laughs> you pay for it and then it's free. <laughs> Once you buy the sweater, it's free. <laughs> <laughs> this probably this would probably be a good opportunity to say that uh, I I had a few shots of rum with my neighbors outside before we <laughs> with started your neighbors? recording. Wait, with with your the the hundred year old neighbor? Or? No, Charles wasn't there. Ah, uh, oh, okay. But he is so alive still, right? Is he he is alive. Sure. He, okay, he was making a lot of noise uh, just before we started recording. Uh, I don't know what really? he was doing. Help me! <laughs> Help he was, me! He was, he was I screaming. Don't think so. he, Charles is actually doing really well. He stopped drinking. He looks very healthy. Oh, wow. He just, wait, yeah, who stops drinking Charles. at like 94 years old? What's happening Charles. There? Charles, that's he, a good point. When, I, when I was talking about him on drinking. this show, he looked like he was at death's door, and he asked me to check to see if he died. Uh-huh. And now he looks like he might outlive us all. And then it was so. Then oh, he just—he nice. was like, good for him, he was like, "You're ninety-four. Better sober up." <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> but conversely, I mean, uh, more power conversely. I, you know, I was outside. I was outside smoking, and uh, it, you know, neighbors. They, I, I don't know. They just show up around me for some reason. But uh, Andre and and Jay, and uh, just started talking to me, and 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 Jay gave me some of his rum, and uh, you know, I'm in a good place right now. Well, good, 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 good. Rum Jay was shots. the one that got shot in the head. I think I told you guys about him. He also uh, said he was going to listen to this show, so shout out Mike to Jay. I, Mike and I both, Mike and I both made the same face of I don't remember a guy who got shot in the head. I feel <laughs> like I would you. remember that. Okay. Uh, well, shout out to Jay if you're listening to this episode. If he's able to after after being shot in the head, it was a graze. It was a graze. Oh, just a graze. All right. Yeah. Uh, still hey. pretty impressive. I think Happy. it still counts. It's my I haven't own. been shot in in or near the head or any yeah. other part of my body. No. So I can't. Sames. Mm-hmm. Sames. Yeah. yeah. It's my 111th birthday. <laughs> Think I'll, I'll quit drinking today. <laughs> <laughs> Who's going to hold me accountable? <laughs> well, I mean, he kind of right, had Bill to because I wasn't opening his wine for him anymore. Oh, man. Uh, the arthritis I can't open the wine so I guess I'll quit guess I'll quit drinking (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Uh, so while uh, Sean was living all of his Star Wars all of our Star Wars fantasies what have you been up to Mike oh boy uh Pretty much just more of the same sort of shit that I had been doing before that. Hmm. Yeah, just uh, working and then doing whatever I feel like after work. Gaming? And then, yeah, sure. What you, yeah, what you been doing? You playing playing Maria WoW? and I actually, we actually rewatched all of Game of Thrones like in the last... Th- all of it? Three weeks. Why? All of it? All of it. How, we how, watched all of it. How was it as a second pass? Uh, my opinion about it is the same as it was. So Really? That's <laughs> so weird. really, really good and then not. Really, really bad. It was really, really good and then very, very abruptly not good. <laughs> like, like it's, it's really, really good. And it actually maintains a very high level of quality, like almost... To the end of the show it's like yeah. through the end of the sixth season it's quite good and then there's like 13 episodes left and it just fucking it just drops off a cliff god it's amazing shits the bed like it ate a bunch of macaroni and, and cheese you, you still kept watching you knew you knew what was there and even like seven episodes into that last 13 you were like gotta do it we've come this far 
Yeah, I, I mean, I admire I, the I, completionism. Sure. I often, I often rewatch things, replay things, and there, are, there are moments in yeah, it's just nice about when anything that I don't enjoy. Yeah, but I, I still think Game of Thrones is one of the best TV shows ever made. Just you know, just because the no, last it definitely was and ten percent of it wasn't. <laughs> it was and then wasn't. Yeah. But for the most part, it's really good. I, I look forward to the uh, spin-off series, uh, hmm. House of Dragons, or whatever the yeah, fuck it's going to be called. I'll definitely give that a shot. I I think the the original name was Blood and or Fire and Blood, which would have been way cooler. But that is way cooler. The, Those the are just cooler were, words. The execs were like, uh, nobody's going to know what that means. You got to say House of Dragons. But Fire and Blood being the words of the house yeah. seemed much cooler to me. Yeah, but. It's absolutely true. I uh, I've been playing a new video game and reading a new book series. Ooh. Uh, all fantasy. So I've just been immersed. What in game? Oh, yeah. Bullshit. Uh, bullshit I've been the game. Playing, uh, Pathfinder: Wrath of the Righteous. I've seen mm. I've seen the Pathfinder games pop up, and I, I think I even have it on my wish list on Steam. Cool. Are those good? That's it's more of like a. It's like a choices game, right? You're you're making choices. Well, it's it's an isometric RPG like a Baldur's Gate. <laughs> yeah, that's what oh, I meant. Sorry. You have to. <laughs> sorry, that's the worst like, description of a game. You have ever. to like decide you to, stuff. You, to, you know, while you're like playing. you play the game and you have to like choose what to do. Is that is that it's, kind of game? It sounds like, it sounds like you're describing the, like baseball manager <laughs> games that you <laughs> frequently play. No, Pathfinder. Okay. Yeah. No, it's uh. It's based off Pathfinder is based off of the D twenty system, which is an open source version of Dungeons and Dragons mm-hmm. uh, three point five edition. Uh, so you know it's 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 good fantasy bullshit. Uh, in this one, you're you're in a part of the world where there's a uh, an the world is open to the abyss, and there's like demons coming out and trying to conquer. You know, good old fashioned fantasy bullshit. Mm, mm-hmm. And that I've actually been, reminds me. Oh, go ahead, Joe. I'm sorry. I, let's finish this. Yeah, this I, I, I've been read. I started reading uh, Brandon Sanderson's uh, Stormlight Archive. Stormlight. I've not heard of that. Yeah, it's it's relatively new. It's only I think he's only four books in to what he I think he said is going to be like a, a ten book series. Okay. But it, it's quite good and. There's a there's a lot there's a lot of new spins on old ideas and and new ideas outright. Uh, one of the things I really like about it is how different the nations are. They're all they're all humid human, but the the cultures actually feel different. It's not you know just elves and dwarves and shit. They're all humans with distinct cultures that don't just seem to be. Uh, almost George Lucas versions of other real world cultures. So they create cultures that don't have any real similarities to existing cultures. Yeah. Like the, uh, the most of the main characters are from uh, the nation of Alethkar. And one of the interesting things that comes up all the time is that women in Alethkar uh, have to cover one of their hands for modesty they have what's called a safe hand. And mm. to have mm. your safe hand exposed in public would be like having your tits out. Huh. That's actually something I've thought about in the past was that maybe it's kind of arbitrary what parts of our body we cover. Like if you if you cover something, if it culturally you cover your nose, for example. Sure. It becomes it becomes sexualized. Right? Oh, absolutely. You think really you think so? Oh I yeah, do. when it it used to be indecent to show for a woman to show her ankles. No, not and yeah. A, they were largely sexualized. Okay. Anything that's I kept think, hidden though, is that, is taboo and thus I do think know, intriguing. The sex organs are innately sexualized. Like yes. even if you're always exposing them, they're you're they're so, always so you're saying sexualized. It's unlikely there will be a culture that develops that just wears nothing but chaps. Just well, that's kind of where I was badge. headed. Was like, look, I mean, if if breasts or your genitals or even your ass is exposed, like those are always gonna be 
Like, cause that that you you do sex things with those parts, you know. It's it's like it's not like uh-huh. a foot where. But you do well, with what, your what, hand what, as well. What? I think that's a good example, though. I think and you can with feet. Yeah, I, I guess. Yeah, I think that's that's a clever that's a clever idea. I mean, you can do example. sex things with any part of your body, really. Yes, you can. That's true, especially <laughs> you can. <laughs> Joe, especially I, as I was that, saying with the Why nose. did an American flag start waving behind you when you said that, Joe? <laughs> Just yes, a coincidence. Yes, you can. Let me put on my sweater. America. We do sex things with every part of the body. <laughs> you better cover your forehead, bitch. I'm coming in. Especially the shoulder. <laughs> shoulder? I... Oh, God. Hardly know her. <laughs> and so it's a, it's a pretty... You uh, must be the Monopoly guy. Well, I, guess, I guess we're moving on. It's a good time for me to, to, me, for me to bring if this you up. A, if you had a question about either the game or book before... I, I'm playing a paladin in the game. Okay. Mm. That's surprising. Yeah. <laughs> Given how in a lot of games I've played paladins... I I do think Paladin meshes quite well with with you with your taste. Certainly, my taste in story. Yeah, your taste in story for sure. You've yeah. you've got this uh, usually, I guess, lawful good for the most part, right? Is that is that kind of a thing? It's a requirement. In, okay, for paladins. Yes. Yeah, but you've also you've got this this altruistic justice seeking nature that you might find also in a soldier. Right, but sure, but you have magic too. Yeah, yeah. divine magic. Nice. Yeah. yeah, which is which is cool. It's a cool who do, combination. Who doesn't want you know the backing of their god? Absolutely, especially hmm. in this game since it's about fighting demons and having the backing of gods. That's a helpful skill to have. Yeah. I always I always find in fantasy it's very interesting that gods and religion are just true. They're just like totally <laughs> real. Yeah. yeah. Like it, it makes it so easy to believe in something when it's real, you know? <laughs> yeah. Like when, when, <laughs> when, when, when you're, when, like, if, if you get a hand cut off and you go to the temple and a, a, a priest, you know, lays hands on you and prays and your hand grows back. It's pretty You're easy gonna to believe. You're going to believe in that shit. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone in that whole yeah. universe should believe in it at that point. <laughs> That's <laughs> one of the things like I, I get it. They, you know, in fantasy, you've got to have you got to have you have to have the supernatural element. You've got to have the magic. You got to have the, the 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 powers and stuff. Totally. But it's always funny to me when people question it. When people question gods, like we do in real life. Sure. But in fantasy, they're like, oh, you or it's could that that take actually your gods and shove them up your ass, and then, like, and then like there's the, one right over there. He's yeah, look, he's looking he's at you. <laughs> look, he's literally shooting lightning out of his hands right now. <laughs> I don't fucking believe it. Hey, you don't know, tell me act- a tall tale, soldier. <laughs> it's actually a huge part of the Stormlight Archive. Uh, I think you would enjoy it, you know, for that reason. That, uh, you know, religion is a big part of the story that's being told. And some of the characters don't believe or have other faiths. It and- would be... It would be horrifying, really, if you think about it. Like, there's like five or six gods that are actually real, and you, you're, you're just a guy. Oh, bollocks! You know? I believe it when I see it, lad. I think <laughs> I'll look, stay he's... here and play another card game if you do. That man over there, he is made out of fire. <laughs> uh, Can't you see it? <laughs> couldn't, couldn't bring me old Meredith back then, couldn't he? No, I do. I don't believe in the gods, no. <laughs> But he did though, like he's, three times. But he's he's, levi- <laughs> he's levitating you right now. <laughs> I do that on my own. It's tough. It's tough Which to handle might. those themes to me, like of of religion and faith and stuff like that. When when it's super duper easy to have faith because because it's your faith, faith makes it's stuff fact. happen. No, that's it's yeah. obviously Hilarious. fact. There's no I, uh, faith involved. I'd never really considered that when playing some of these games. How how fucking hilarious that is! Because <laughs> <laughs> it, it never fails. There's always a guy who doesn't fucking believe. I don't Everybody. believe in the new gods. No, I don't believe in them. <laughs> like, and there's new gods throwing lightning bolts in the background. 
<laughs> oh, you think I'll just make it a sweet potato pie? <laughs> yeah. Always with the potatoes. Yeah. <laughs> potatoes are universal. But uh, would you say that the universe is pretty? It's pretty well developed, kind of in a similar way to Tolkien or Martin or. Are we is talking it, is about it that caliber? Uh, are we talking about the Pathfinder oh, or Stormlight? I'm talking about the book now. The books. Oh yeah, it, it's. I, I'm I'm reading the third book right now, and the world has a lot of fucking depth and consistency. Interesting. Yeah, I am looking for a new fantasy fix. So yeah, give it a try. I'm I'm enjoying the shit might out of it. Check out. But uh, I did want to talk about. Uh, uh, Star Wars, uh, the Knights of the Old Republic. Okay. Oh yeah. I, let me let it's... me read my ad and then. Sure. Yeah. Then we can dig into that for the remainder of the show. This episode of A Little Nonsense is brought to us by Colgate Lasagna. <laughs> it's back. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Toothpasty. Oh. And also by Himalayan pink salt dildos. Oh no. For <laughs> tens of years, people have reported enjoying increased health through released ions with Himalayan pink salt and Himalayan pink salt lamps. Now for the first time you can transfer those healthy healthy ions directly into your vagina or anus with Himalayan pink salt dildos. That burning sensation is how you know the health is coming inside of you. (laughs) Jesus. Himalayan pink salt dildos. Fuck them. Fuck them. That sounds awful. (laughs) I just, I don't know what it is with the combination of Colgate and lasagna that just paints a picture. Yeah, it's like, it's like this. Is it's the like picture a blue... that that is a real thing? Because it was the blue oh, and the white. God, was it the blue and the white wave during the yeah. during the uh, TV dinner craze of the nineteen eighties? Uh, Colgate branched out and for a time made lasagna. Yeah, no thanks. Whew. That's not something you want to associate with lasagna. Toothpaste no. and lasagna. No. Yeah. yeah. Hey, uh, I, like unsur- their, unsurprisingly, I like their <laughs> Unsurprisingly, the brand failed horribly, and they I'm stopped not, yeah. making it. By that is, that is unsurprising. <laughs> so anyway, uh, Knights of the Old Republic is getting a remake. I think something we've been kind of wanting and maybe speculating about yes. uh, for... For like Forty a years. Decade. It's something you've wanted since shortly after the first Playing game the first came one. out. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, it's like, wow, this game's really good. It just looks like shit. <laughs> <laughs> no, it didn't at the time. I love this game, but oh, it's awful. It did no, actually. At the time. It, it's not that bad. It's not that bad. It's I mean, worse. nowadays it doesn't. Nowadays. It doesn't really hold up as well as it used to. But no, I'm I'm excited about it. I I don't know. The all we've gotten is oh dear God. There it is. Colgate beef lasagna. <laughs> Ooh, that actually looks quite good. Yeah, but that's probably a spring of mint on top of it. <laughs> if I yeah, if I just block the it's Colgate logo, I could eat it. Yeah. It's I just four, have to I just have it's to a know fourteen that ounce it's not. package. That's uh that's, that's a, one that's a, tube of toothpaste. <laughs> almost a pound. And it actually, it's it comes in a tube. You squirt it out onto your plate. <laughs> and it comes out like that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Just perfect piece of lasagna. Yeah, it does. <laughs> it does. Tube. It does kind of look good, though. I kind of want to. I kind of want to eat some lasagna now. <laughs> uh, I should make lasagna. All right. <laughs> Yeah, Maybe we should just end the podcast. No, no, Co- Coder. Yeah, Coder remake sounds good. Okay, all in, all in favor. Yeah, so all, <laughs> all, all we've seen is a is a, is a trailer, it's a teaser trailer of Revan, just his, his mask or whatever with uh-huh. the lightsaber. So we have no idea like what they're going to do with it, yeah. whether it's going to be faithful at all to the original, or if they're going to be making some significant changes, kind of like they did with the Final Fantasy remake. But I. I 
personally, I'm hoping that they change almost nothing, with the exception of maybe, like the combat system. I doubt that's going to happen. I I feel like, and 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 really, I kind of hope what they do is keep sixty five to seventy percent of it, and then give us some new. Uh, mysteries, some new side quests. Obviously, change the oh, combat or side quests. I can give I us an option on the combat side quests. Yeah, yeah oh, but I mean, make give, give us an option not suck. Sure, but yeah. they have to. They have to keep the best side quests. They can't get rid of yeah. the, the detective-based side quests, right. which are like oh, some yeah. of the best quests in any video game. Yes. Manon, Manon's storyline and side quests need to be largely untouched. Yeah, unless yeah, you want to give summary. us more. Yeah. But I think that it, it stands to reason that if we're re-releasing this or whatever, let's let's put in like a good third uh, of new material or, or something new in addition I, okay, to so the overall they, graphics. It, if they're adding stuff to it, I have I, I don't have much of an issue with that. I, I I don't want them to remove too much of what's there. But I think the hardest problem they're going to face is how do they tackle Revan? How do you deal with that? Do it the same way. But but can you do it the same way if it's a? Are you going to have a voiced main character? Are you going to have? It's it's a story element that's been spoiled for most of the people who've played it. So are they going to try to surprise us with something new? Are they going to? No, they can't. They can't get rid of that twist. Yeah, They they can't. It's the most important part of the game. Yes, it is. Yeah, I th- but 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 then you have to deal with the fact that you've got in the original you 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 never your main character did never speak right right and in a modern game he has to she has to yeah, Fallout you, you don't speak in Fallout yeah I guess they That's could true. they could do it and yeah, does it really matter speaks, or is it just I, because I, we're used I to it. I don't I don't care. If they if they make the if they make Revan speak, that's fine. If they don't, yeah. that's cool too. I, I think don't make don't let your character speak. Have everyone around you speak. Play it like Fallout and that you choose your yeah. dialogue or whatever. It's fine. It's I guess that would be fine. I I'd have no issues with that fine. either. I'd be fine with a, you know, a, a Dragon Age Mass Effect style dialogue wheel as well. It's it's right. all good. Yeah. I'm sure they're going to do a dialogue wheel for this. Uh, it's more console to. friendly. Yeah. yeah. But uh, as far as the combat goes, how would you describe the original? It's not really turn-based. Ba- turn it's more like Q-based. It, it is Q-based. It, it could D20. be turn-based, but it could in, also be real-time. Uh, yeah, it, yeah, it's not going to be turn-based in the new one. It, it's it's real-time with pause. Is that's what that combat style yes. is but called it's not, in RPGs. It, it's it's real time in the sense that you can let it play out, but it's not. You don't cue actions to use immediately. There's still a timer, right? Yeah, well, in in real time games, in real time RPGs, a- actions still cue. There is a turn order. Yeah, it's, so it's just not turn based. I would love to have options. I would love to. Hey, do you want to play this like a real time? Hack and slash. Do you want to play this as a turn based? Do you like? Yeah. I would love it if they have like three different settings at the beginning of the game. Well, that's kind of how they do you it know. for the Final Fantasy yes. VII remake. Exactly. They, there's there's an option to pause, essentially pause the combat uh, the combat every time you make a choice, right? Mm-hmm. Which is which is kind of what they did with the original. Yes. Yeah. What well, I like want once them something to do happened, it is paused. Uh, I I want them to treat Coder like the original. Final Fantasy 7 and go to a different screen when a fight begins, play different music and everyone is just lined up on one side of the screen. <laughs> yes. I'm that sounds like the way they're going to go. Yes. I think yeah, they're going to convert the future. Into a that would be fun. <laughs> that would be fun. Yes, the graphics suddenly improve by a thousand percent in the fight sequences. But no, they they could probably they'll probably recast uh voice Stuff right? They're not going to use the same audio. They're gonna. Oh yeah, they're gonna. They're gonna completely recast the whole. So you're gonna have a new cast. HK forty seven. You're gonna have a new Bastila. You're gonna. I mean, it's all. They could probably get some really good fucking voice. Yeah, I would for it. I would think so. I I was looking get at some celebrities. Uh, there was there was a mm-hmm. poll like on 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 IGN about the Sony press conference they did a couple weeks ago. Whenever that was that it was announced, and. Like the number one game people were excited about was the fucking Coder remake. 
Yeah. Sure. The prob- the problem though with getting a list voice talent for these types of games is you're not going to be like, "Hey Emily Blunt, we want you to be Bastila." There are 60,000 lines of dialogue that we need well, you to record. <laughs> like, I don't yeah, <laughs> I don't particularly like the idea of having A-list talent do voice acting. I I think voice actors should do fucking voice acting. That's fair. You know, and I think in general, Bioware has kind Revan of gone that Revan will be route, voiced by John DiMaggio. <laughs> I don't think. Actually, that'd be awesome. <laughs> I don't think that Bioware is making this though, right? It's a new. There's a couple a, of the guys who studio. worked on the original game are involved. Yeah, it's yeah. uh, probably yeah. for the best, honestly. Yeah. At this point, but hopefully, I mean, we'll see. It could also it could just be like get, we uh, we have two of the janitors. <laughs> Two of the janitors That's who right. uh, mopped the Bioware studios are also going to be mopping this building. So we we brought people but in from the original game. It also kind of means that maybe because this is a pretty high profile game, maybe they're going to make some of it canon. It's going to be it's going to enter the Star Wars canon. It's it's far enough or it's long enough ago that sh- why the fuck it not? D- it doesn't like, matter. No, it doesn't. They've already kind of acknowledged some of it in in. Some of the some of the animated series, you know, with the the Clone Wars, I think they depicted some of the events <laughs> of the Old Republic. It seems like Disney. I, I don't know. Maybe I'm so wrong. And, and they out of the introduced loop on the this. Cellcath in that show as well. It, it seems Sorry, like go, go it, no. It just seems like Disney is so afraid to move more than like 50 years before or after the Battle of Yavin. Like, they just, like, we're, we're going to tell stories, but in this little time oh, man. period, you know, it's like... 50, yeah, no, I hate it. It's 50 years, you're being generous. I mean, it's like... Yeah. The prequel, the earliest film was, what, 20 years before, So right? something like Coder, though, it takes place hundreds 25. of years before. It's like... Thousands of years. Yeah, why, why the fuck do you care? Just make it canon. You're not going to get there. You're not going to do a show about that. You're going to go to when Yoda was a baby... Or, yeah, you know, making it canon is not a big deal to me, but will they w- eventually venture into filmmaking or, or TV shows that take place in the Old Republic? Or in the future, just some distance away or in the from future. the Skywalker saga. Yeah, yeah. We're, I mean, how great is it to be able to reset your storyline? You can. You think it would be awesome. You think it would be a lo- really great. But they're just yeah, like, oh, we got to have one foot well, they, in the Skywalker pool, or no one's going to buy this. There, yeah. There's this, there's this mentality that what people are interested in is the characters. You know that what really sells toys and what really sells merchandise and tickets is Luke Skywalker and or, Darth or, Vader or three PO or it's it's like they have to have one foot in the pond. They're just so scared to fucking yeah. you know. The Mandalorian was the first show to really kind of break away from that, but they had, once they saw fucking Grogu, they were like, oh yeah, we can do this. This is going to work out. Yeah, here's Yoda. <laughs> and then, and then, and then Luke also still Luke. shows up. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Right, yes. And then he shows up anyway. Okay. Good point. Oh. And I should have played this Fett. before, but... Spoiler alert. <laughs> no, oh, God You have been it. alerted to the spoilers <laughs> that will follow. Can you end the show which as you soon have as been this to finishes? And will absolutely spoil things for you. And everyone within earshot of your preferred podcast listening device will begin shortly. I sure hope you aren't still listening, expecting things to not be spoiled for you. Because they will. In three, two, one. I am this week's loser. Ooh. I just can't quite get deep enough to do it. <laughs> I have been and shall continue to remain Professor Harvey Willows. I'm <laughs> I'm David Allen Badger. <laughs> It's the best fucking name. If we're going to go with this route, I just have to go with my actual name, which is Michael. I'm Michael. Have a great week. It's no David Allen Badger, that's for sure. Nothing is. It's the best name David Allen, Allen Badger, (laughs) David Badger. Paging Dr. Badger. Dr. Badger. (laughs) 
Dr. Badger. Paging Dr. Dr. Badger. David Allen Badger. <laughs> David Allen Badger. <laughs> A Little Nonsense is copyright 2019 by its hosts. All ads are meant to be humorously fake. Any resemblance to a company, person, or other entity, real or imagined by someone else, is either entirely coincidental or purposeful parody. If you have a question, comment, or discussion topic, you can email us through the mailhole. That's mailhole at littlenonsense.com. You can find more episodes and anything else related to the show at littlenonsense.com. And now that the end of show business is concluded, I'll kindly ask, Sean, would you please take us out? Nonsense now and then is relished by the wisest men. A little whimsy here and there is often very necessary. Mingle a little folly with your wisdom, and you could be jolly. Now and 